I kind of want to hear from both of you though. Like, I guess it would be like, you can take, do whatever you need to do, do what you need to do. Answer this question. <laughs> however you want. I'm not placing rules on you. I'm not putting you in a box. Okay. Do what you need to do. Okay. So what is next for you? Uh, what's on the agenda? Like what's next? I want to hear it. I want to like, know, like, what are your goals? What are your couple goals? What are you looking forward to? What's next? This is amazing because you know what, as much prepping we did for this, we were thinking so much in the past, like, what are they going to ask us? We never thought that you'd be like, what are you doing now? Um, <laughs> we were living back in my parents' basement. Um, we've got the whole basement to ourselves. So it's quite nice and like luxy down here. We've made it home. Um, feeling very grateful for that because, you know, being on the road and stuff, we did live very minimalistically. So right now we're just working on filling the bank accounts, uh, schools on the agenda for me, maybe come January. Um, I want to be within the life enrichment area. You know, I'm going to study gerontology, which is the study of aging. So that's really exciting. And I'm really stoked to live for that. Uh, what about you, babe? What do you got going on? I've got, um, oh man, well, I'm enjoying being off. Like since getting home, it's just been pretty good to like build a routine and like get back into the gym and start getting active again and like feel like a normal person. Um, I'm looking at school as well, actually for next year, because I think it's time to take that on. Um, we getting educated. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be more in the medical field. That's kind of, I'm into the, like the gross stuff. And uh, not sure too much what area, but I'm probably going to start taking some courses for that. Yeah. What else am I getting up to? I'm am thinking I'm getting a new car. So Yay. Jump in. Love it. Look at a cheap Cherokee tomorrow. And oh, yes. Yeah. So she may be riding in a black new whip come next week. So we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's I'm, really it. I've got the travel bug. I'm really getting itchy. Um, I'm potentially taking a solo trip to Vancouver this month. Oh, to follow the girls. She is obsessed with anyone listening who is obsessed with the Canadian girls soccer team. You are not their number one fan. (laughs) This, my girlfriend is their number one fan. Okay. Just saying. So if you think it's you and you're out there listening to this, it's not you. So because of the heat wave um, that we experienced in Vancouver this past summer, uh, we did not get to experience Vancouver to the fullest I would have liked. And since I was a little girl, I've always been like, I really love Vancouver. I really want to experience for what it is. And um, I'm going to take a little solo trip out there, I think, for a week and and see it to its full potential that I need to. And, you know, just have a little like self journey. And Rachel's already done Vancouver to its to its bones. So, um, legitimately yeah. three times. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, but yeah. And we're looking at potentially van lifing throughout the States. Ooh, and, you know, that'll be like, nice. Um, that border opened right up and it's kind of calling our names. Yeah. So we definitely have like a few like travel ideas we have in, you know, a five-year plan. We want to go to, uh, back to the UK and see family. I'm a dual citizen of there. So even if we do like a little bit of like a live in situation where we're like, Hey, let's go there for six months or something like that. Um, that's doable. And then we want to do Thailand and, you know, 
Um, obviously Maddie said more van life, so that'll be fun. Maybe this time in a bigger setup, who knows? We're looking for their van. We're on the hunt. Yeah. The hunt. Anybody out there in podcast land, if you are in possession of a really nice, fun, huge van, please <laughs> reach <laughs> out into our DMs. Yeah. Or even a cool, small, like short bus that we could renovate. That'd be dope. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, okay. the dream. That's dreams because Maddie would like love to just spend like a few days like doing a whole mural of the painting, like doing just like we're sick thinking bigger murals. and better. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Manifesting good things, you guys. So, yes, only good mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Thank you so much for asking that question. That was a good one. Yeah. You were so welcome. I love thinking about the future with you guys. Yes. Isn't that fun? It's weird to think about the future, but it's also fun. Freaks oh me God. out. <laughs> I'm just like, my heart went pitta patta, pitta patta. <laughs> well, it's nice because this week, like, or like, honestly, for the last like month, I have been so stuck in the past, just like, you know, post travel woes. And obviously, you know, I did talk about how blessed I am to be back at home, but everyone knows that's done that adjusting back into home life. There is some yep. things, you know, that don't necessarily need to be discussed on a potty, but I'm just, why did I use the reference potty again? I'm not do that again. We're not calling a podcast a potty because it's just I keep saying on the potty and it's just not cute. <laughs> but yes, so very fortunate to be at home. But I have been like oh. in the past and in more of like a negative mind frame. So it's hard just- moving back home. I feel you. We're all we're all in that boat right now. winter's around the corner so like being home now I'm just trying to think of like things that'll get me outside in the winter and things like Maddie and I just bought ski passes and my love for skiing has grown so much since being you know back out west last winter I got really like really big into skiing again I had done it all my life since like two to probably like 16 when I gave up for like a short few years there, obviously between like 16 to 20, 25, right. Or 24 I was when we went there, but yeah, it was crazy. So I've gotten really, really good at it again. And we're going to just go for it full send this winter with, with skiing. Hopefully I'm on a lot. Yeah. You two are so active. I love that. Yeah. Adjusting from honestly though, adjusting from mountains back to hills in Ontario is yeah. kind of super lame. It's a little and tragic. We're gonna enjoy it the best we can. Like nothing compares though. <laughs> yeah. In Ontario, typically you're on the lift more than you're on the hill, but you know, fingers crossed that the lines are short, the days were there. Early mornings, early bird gets the worm. That's my call. Amen. Yep. If you're not up on the ball or on the bus. <laughs> I've never heard that in my life. That is amazing. Oh, <laughs> You've never met my dad. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about Poppy enough on this podcast. No, that's it's very it's that's very true. Poppy is a Oh my gosh, like in terms of dogs, we haven't even mentioned our dog. Oh my god, you mentioned the right. dog, please. You guys, while we were traveling, okay, so we were away for nine months and we actually have a little baby. Her name is Atlas. What a sweet name. She's our cockapoo. She is sleeping on the couch right over there. She has had the busiest day. Not actually. She's just played like a few times and got given a few, probably too many treats, but Dave's taken her out of her. Yeah. We picked her up in uh, Calgary, Calgary, however you want to pronounce it. Um, (laughs) And just went to do a little puppy meet and greet and like pet some dogs and 
you know, cure some depression <laughs> in Fair. any way that she can. And she looked at us and that was it. Yeah, she told us we, As we anyone she needed knows. us. We needed her. And she was right. So Aww. I look so at her every day and I'm like, you're such a blessing. And you know, like she just fits into our life perfectly. She's amazing. And it was I, really hard picking the name too. Like it's a commitment. Freaking hard. Like, but honestly, we, you know, we picked her up traveling and we want to continue traveling with her. And her name kind of symbolizes a lot with that. Like, yeah. you know, we're part of our travel journey and she's, you know, she's only six months and she's been in the ocean, you know, she's been to the Island and she's done like quite a bit for herself already. So, uh, we're excited to like take her on our next adventures and she's been to more provinces than some life. Canadians. That is correct. <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, I do, I do love that story. That's fantastic. Oh, Atlas is such a sweetheart. Girl, so precious. She's a babe. So precious. Yeah. Going forward, you guys definitely need to mention Poppy more because everyone loves dog content. Amen. You know what? I have the ugly rat dog. <laughs> <laughs> I love Just Chanel and I think she's so cute, but <laughs> people don't. Uh, but I've got my cats. Good for you. <laughs> Thanks. It's fantastic Thanks. news. Me and my cats. <laughs> Just throws out she has cats because she's like, my dog's not good enough to be. No, about. Chanel is <laughs> more than good enough. Okay, it's just that other people disrespect my dog all the time, and I can't, I can't be out here. No, we're here. You are out here disrespecting your own dog. I, <laughs> we didn't say anything. Okay, chicken nugget is a fucking treasure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. She is. It's hard though. It's hard. She has an attachment to um my stepdad, so uh she's uh, left me in the dust a little since I moved home. Um. But like Luna and the cats have like a huge attachment to me since the move and everything like that. So that's been nice. At least I got my cats. If anyone wants to peep what our little chicken nugget looks like too, you guys can always follow her on her Instagram. It's life with Atlas. Oh my, that's a great idea. Okay. That's a great yeah, plug. plug the instas. Plug the instas. Okay. Our a couple account is never dot forget it. <laughs> Maybe this is the time. Um, Sam, do you have any more questions? No, I feel like hearing about your trip was phenomenal. Like, yeah. sounds like a really amazing experience. Um, I've never met anyone who's genuinely done the trip the way you have. I know people who've done like road trips, but not to the like, like living, living hatch life. Like you said, um, I think you should make that a thing. Like, really, you should just fucking own it and make it a thing because it should be. No, seriously, more people like you need to do it. Like people overthink it way too fucking much like I need to get a big van I need it to be the best of the best yeah. you know and and then you you're you know your dreams are pushed back hella because you you know it feels like it's yeah. it has to be this huge yeah. bougie thing and it doesn't and there's nothing really bougie about being on the road to begin with so like why why Celeste, Celeste the Ford Focus was uh my first car like years ago it's Celeste <laughs> love right just throws her name out there <laughs> and she just went through some serious shit she went but through it on the road we didn't put out any money you know we had an amazing car on gas you're not spending tons and tons of money on gas so it worked out in our favor no but in reality if you have a car that you can rip the back seats out and do it, you know, basic style, go for it. I encourage everyone to, you know, whether it's a week or 
whatever. And it's with a friend or whether it's by yourself or you do it for an extended long period of time, you're completely nomadic. Just give it a go. See how it feels. We put a piece of plywood in the back of the car and a little piece of foam pad and we rocked it the fuck out of it. And it was actually it was a solid setup. Like when I saw y'all and you like gave me the lowdown, like it was impressive. It was like, I don't blame you for also like doing the hotel thing, like the heat wave and all that other stuff. But like for doing that yourself and like just getting her done, like that was impressive. Like it it was a good it was a good setup for sure. Go see your backyard. Like, thanks so much. And I overlander. Literally, we spent zero money on sleeping anywhere across. Really? I overlander. Yeah, it's all Crownland. It's an app and it basically shows you crown land which is free land yeah by the country that you're allowed to stay on up to two weeks at a time and um you know it doesn't come with like all the necessities you need like we you pee in the bush and all that stuff whatever like you are off grid um but we spent literally just money on gas and food to get out there yeah so was there a lot of crown land on the island no the island was like i didn't think so the island was the hardest part to stay in seriously they're really, really like on the island. They just crack down that stuff. I mean, oh, you they don't even let like there's like no hitchhiking signs and shit everywhere, too. Like yeah. they do not fuck around because like a lot of people fly out here in the summer. Right. And they want to, you know, you you take the ferry, you get to Nanaimo. It's one of the first stops because most of the time you're not going straight to Victoria. And then uh, so you're in Nanaimo, you're on the heart of the island, like right in the center there. And then people hitchhike to Tofino and people work in Tofino for the summers because it's such a booming um, tourist destination. Um, and yeah, like they really cracked down, like you far and few between you see people doing that. And then when I moved back to Ontario in like my adulthood, I noticed like when I'd go up North or whatever, there was like a lot more people who that was like, you'd see that more often than not. And I was like, that's fucking weird. That's allowed. And I'm like, Oh no, it's just because they really don't like that shit out here. They it's do, weird. Which is weird too, because they like really promote tourism on the Island, mm-hmm. but then they kind of like kick everybody out like you know Tofino is a van life culture like people go there for summer like four months and you know people have to travel out of Tofino every day in order to find somewhere to sleep because it's just you know you face and that's a scary fucking highway like I know y'all went when they were doing the uh the work on it but even like when you're so when I had driven it years and years ago before I'd moved back to Ontario, um, you're like driving on the side of a fucking cliff and transport trucks are coming around those cliff faces because it's just a two lane. And, and if you, you can't time it because you can't see around the cliff, like you can't see on the other side of that thing. And so there was like times when we, I had gone up there when it was really rainy, it was fucking horrifying. So it's, I hope the construction like fixes it because it's scary. And when we drove out there too, like, because they were doing construction, it was down to one lane. Yeah. Everybody had to veer towards like the the side there. Yeah. Left. And it, it was it's sketchy. Yeah. It was like one of my first, like, because I wasn't really driving in Ontario. Uh I was like one of my first like trips. I was like, nah, let's go to Tofino. I'd never done, like I'd never driven myself. It was I fucking I had an eight hundred dollar car bill a couple months ago because I just like shit rocked my my brakes and shit. <laughs> like I was like, whoa, 
because it's a it's a hell of a fucking highway. Like a lot of people talk about how scary the Malahat is, and it can be, it definitely can be. But like the work they've done on it over the course of all these years, it's not as anywhere close to as dangerous as that highway into Tofino and you kill it there. Yeah, it's nuts. Did you manage to go on any logging roads? Did you decide to like back road it, go to Nanaimo Lakes at all, or no? No, we didn't. No, we didn't go to the lakes in Nanaimo. I don't think we we did a lot of back road um, driving more in you know, the Purcell mountains. So like Kootenai Valley, those type areas, we really did, um, like golden Invermere, all those areas and like Fernie, all those, like we really, it's like my favorite. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Back inland camping. Um, we had, you know, our longest day camping out in the bush altogether was a five day stretch. And then, you know, you obviously need to come back. You need to refill your, your goods, firewood. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was blissful when you get to a camp spot and you actually really get to take it in. That's the best part about road life. It's so great. Um, and, but yeah, in terms of like finding certain places to stay, doing it in a smaller rig definitely benefited us in national parks. Um, because you know, they like to, Fino. the fines are really high. If you're staying in national parks in a, in a van, like it's really frowned upon, you can get fined hella like amounts, but basically we would just stay at the trailheads that had, you know, okay. So there's this place called skyline in Jasper and it's the skyline hike. And it is essentially like a six day trek and yeah, I'm giving up our secrets, but it's fine. But essentially <laughs> park in those parking lots and if you're in a smaller car like you get away with it which like if you did if you had a bigger van you totally get caught like we had friends our friends Gary and Rachel they went to Jasper after us and they basically said like we would not have tried that because the you know Parks Canada trucks are everywhere one pretty much pulled into the parking lot when we were sleeping one night they flashed their lights but there was no way they were they were we were visible in the car. Our windows are tinted and everything. So like I said, safety first. <laughs> like I said, we spent zero money on accommodation. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, you keep bringing up the zero money thing. I was like, we've spent a lot, but, <laughs> but that's just because it's, yeah. All right. Do you have any, anything else you want to say? Anything we didn't touch on? Um, I'm gay as shit. Oh, we love, love to hear that. Not like I had to say Please. it. <laughs> yeah, no, my last minute send off is just I want to thank you guys so much. I know that I have been talking about this for so long. Thank you for me- like to Melanie. We're gonna mention you again, my beautiful sister. She put me into contact with you guys. I love the podcast. Last year, it was, like on my uh, Spotify wrapped my, like how to be queer was my number one. So it's come full circle a year later. I am on it and we will see what my results are this year, but I'm sure they haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. You guys are amazing. And, and congrats with it's everything. It's been so fun to chat with you guys. I know. I'm sorry. It took so fucking long. Uh, sincerest apologies. Uh, we're mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Yeah. it's real rough waters out in this bitch for sure but i'm glad that you um were patient with us and that you still want to be on because that actually means a lot i know it was tedious and it was quite uh, a journey to get us to this point on to the have this episode um so like i'm serious when i'm saying like i really appreciate your patience and the fact that you're still willing to be on it and you guys are 
phenomenal. So thank You're you both. such great guests, such great guests. Like yeah, this has no, been a truly. beautiful episode. I'm so excited about it. I love thank how you prepared. so much for being on it. Yeah, no, that actually, it was really sweet. Like it, it feels really nice. Yeah. And I'm happy I got to see your guys' face again. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, y'all. It's been a real slice. Thank you so much. Love, yes. Peace and love. Peace and, I peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. Oh, yeah. Peace and queerness. <laughs> oh, my God. Peace and queerness. Peace and queerness. Peace How do we queer? Yeah.